What's going on, everyone? Uh, thank you for joining us on the RP Experience Season 2 here. So I'm your host, Andrew Regenhard, and today we have Jen, one of our amazing partners with us today. Welcome. Hey, thank you for having me. Jen is a partner with Madrano and Kale. She's the owner of Southwest Florida Premier Bookkeeping, a firm specializing in small business companies and advanced financial services. Um, she founded the company um, in order to provide the most luxurious white glove bookkeeping service imaginable. So we are super excited to have you on here. I know a lot of people are pumped to learn about your services, what you'd recommend, different things like that, because we're all on the same boat. I guarantee it. We're all behind, you know, needing that information, uh, knowing what we should be planning for. So we're pumped. Um, the RP experience, as you guys know, we're here to connect, elevate, inspire top agents as well as our preferred partners. Um, and we're excited to bring to life what's happening in our publication, what's happening at our events and what's happening in our world of real estate. So on that note, Joe, Jen, can you just get us a little bit up to speed, uh, on who you are? Yep. So Jennifer Kale here owner of Madrano & Kale Bookkeeping Professionals, where we provide small businesses with financial insights and analysis. Basically, we provide white glove services to all our clients. So white glove is basically a premier top service to all the clients. It doesn't matter what level you are, but you get hands-on experience, always communicating with me, making sure that everything is up to date with the books. Yeah, yeah, hold on, hold on. White glove, I mean, everyone says white glove or, you know, the... the the classic is a, a boutique this, boutique whatever, right? Like, what's that mean? Right. So everyone says it, but how many people actually do it? So, right. for example, my clients call me. They know I'm going to pick up or get a text message immediately back to them. I'm not resolving the issue right away, but I'm acknowledging, hey, you're important. I understand you have a concern. I'm going to look at it, and here's a response. So it's not the initial response as to what you may want, but it's knowing that. You don't have to wait 24 hours to get a call back. So important. Now, I want to I want to make this clear to everyone. Um, I, I actually am a client of Jen's. Uh, Real Producers is a client here um, as well. Not only is she an amazing partner with us, but uh, I also decided to uh, to use her now. And that's so true. And, and I, re I really appreciate that. I mean, we were going through some different things um, with my CPA and the tax. And I remember I, I called Jen and she had answers for like three out of the four questions. And there was one, I think that you were like, you know what? I don't know, but let me get back to you. Um, she took the time, asked some experts, different people that in, in a, in the specific niche uh, of a, of a question. And she got back to me and that's really powerful. And I think that's something that's lacking. You know, people think, you know, they'll fake it to the make it, uh, is, is the correct way to do business. And it's so incorrect, right? Like you have to know your stuff and you have to be, um, the subject matter expert. Right. I'm not going to step out of my scope of services with someone mm -hmm. and give advice on something. When you ask those questions, I asked the professionals. Mm -hmm. There was tax questions. Mm -hmm. Those are tax liabilities that could be very instrumental in mm -hmm. stuff that you have going on for next year, your personal taxes. Those are things I may not know or have the knowledge to know. And you're a bookkeeper, but also you help out as an accountant. But but you, where, where's the line drawn? So bookkeepers have the knowledge of taxes. Mm -hmm. Can we handle the taxes? If we're an enrolled agent, yes, we can file taxes. If we're a CPA, then that's a different story. You went to school for a CPA. But bookkeeping and accounting services, kind of there's a gray line. I like to do bookkeeping, get you ready for your accountant, and then your accountant take over and handle the tax liabilities. But I am guiding you. I'm looking and saying, hey, have you spoken to your accountant about this? Or when we get a 3A call, hey, what do you need to see in these books? Mm -hmm. So while I have the knowledge on tax, 
sometimes it's better to have that checks and balances. You want someone to always overlook what someone else is doing. For sure. Um, and, and that's how I have it set up. And I, I encourage a lot of people. We've had uh, my CPA on here. Um, and it was a wealth of knowledge. It was great. It was information. But it was high level stuff. And it kind of got to the point of like, you know, when, when you look at a realtor and they're like, well, <clears throat> I'm going to sell your house. People are like, well, what does that mean? You know, what goes into it? What's an inspection? What's this? Like, there's so much that happens, you know? So when we talked those big, like those big ideas, I remember I had tons of ideas, even after the podcast that I came to you and I was like, well, how do we implement these? Right. Um, so, so to talk about that a little bit, like what, what's the first step to bookkeeping? First step is actually seeing what do you have going on? A lot of people say, oh, I can do it in house. That's fine. But what does it look like to you? It's not categorizing transactions. That's data entry. You know, bookkeeping is actually looking at your cash flow, looking at what your goals are in the future. What questions to ask your accountant? Is there tax strategies that the bookkeeper can help you implement in your books to go further? Mm -hmm. You know, if people are searching for a new home, they're going to need their financials. You think a mortgage broker is going to say, okay, just give me your bank statements. I'll go through all this. No, they actually want to see clear financials. And a bookkeeper (laughs) helps with that. So it's just getting someone that, oversees where your money's going and mm-hmm. where to save costs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's important. I mean, there's so many different businesses out there that are going to uh, take, you know, a very small percentage, but those percentages add up, right? And so I guarantee, you know, there's something in my business that, you know, we've been going through and looking that I can cut out, right? Kind of trim, trim the fat, right? Right. And expenses are going up and cash flow is important. Mm -hmm. Also, as a business owner, do you want to have a job or do you want a business? Mm -hmm. You know, how much do you really get paid at the end of the day? Mm -hmm. That's where bookkeeper comes to play. Are you getting that $100 an hour or are you getting $15 an hour because of everything you're doing? Mm-hmm. What exactly do your financials look like? Right, right. Makes sense. Also, how do you grow? Right. What <coughs> What are some key uh, points when someone says, okay, well, I'm going to start doing, you know, I'm going to do the bare minimum of data, data entry because I will admit I didn't. I, you know, I had the QuickBooks, right? But like I wasn't doing anything. Like it was a connected, but nothing was happening. So if someone is adamant about kind of doing their own books, right? Um, what would be an advice for them? Because, and, and predominantly a business owner or realtor, which kind of is the same because they're running their business, right? Right. So a lot of things I get from realtor agents is, hey, I'm doing this myself. And then at the end of the year, They have no idea what they're doing. So to begin, I tell them, okay, just start with a budget. What's the first thing? What do you actually need to survive on? Mm -hmm. And then let's work with how much you need to bring That's scary. You're asking a realtor (laughs) what they need to survive. Yes. A lot. (laughs) They're going to say their last commission check. No, you can't. And a lot will say, and I'll ask, when was your last commission check? Yeah. Because sometimes, you know, they can go three to four months without receiving a big payout. Mm -hmm. And then where's that cash flow for those months? Mm -hmm. So if they want to do it on their own, first start with a budget. What do you need to survive? And then let's look at the expenses. You know, you're paying subscriptions, you're paying um, events, you're paying staging, you're paying so many items that where is that money coming from? Mm -hmm. And I do encourage for owners to do it on their own to begin with if they're starting off. And I have a lot of clients that start that way. I'll set them up in the books, I'll kind of train them, and then they have me every quarter review it. And then they get to a point where like, okay, I've grown take over my books. Right. So yeah, <coughs> not everyone is ready, right? For your full services. So you're saying there's kind of a hybrid or a stepping stone. There is. So I offer the startup services, which, you know, get them set up QuickBooks. Mm-hmm. QuickBooks is great. Mm-hmm. If you know what you're doing, if not, then you have a mess and then you come and you're like, okay, fix my stuff. 
So they also have the consulting option. They can put me on retainer every month, ask me any questions. I have clients that do that. You know, nominal fee that you paid just for that peace of mind of, did I do this right? Mm -hmm. And then a quarterly check. I have some realtor agents that are like, can you just check that I'm making sure? Mm -hmm. And then monthly. Mm -hmm. So there's so many services that can be offered and people don't understand bookkeepers are here to help you. Right. Now, give some advice. Like, obviously, you're you're extremely knowledgeable on numbers and, and techniques and strategies, right? Um, but, like, how how much of a difference can the knowledge of what they're spending the money on, right? The charts or, or the cash flow, the numbers, like when you give that to a business, how much of an impact has that changed that business over, you know, your experience and your time of running the business? Anytime that I help someone with it, they can see a drastic change within two months because they're actually seeing what's going on. There was a business I helped set up that they had, I want to say about $10,000 to start up with. By the end of the third quarter, they're realizing that 10,000 was not enough. So they wanted to take out a loan. Before doing that, we cut out and said, okay, what expenses don't you need? Everyone always jumps into the huge SEO, the huge marketing, but they don't know that there's local items they can use. They can go into um, SCORE. It's free. You know, there's a lot of grants that are given to opportunities to business owners. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just looking at um, where do you want to grow? Mm -hmm. And I think people look at it, you know, in the sense of like, oh my gosh, like, do I really need that? Like, I don't need someone to tell me where I'm spending my money, but like what they don't realize, like for me in my business and how you've helped me by trimming the fat in a sense, or by rethinking why we're spending a certain money, where we're spending thinking, you know, obviously uh, client forward, realtor forward, right in my business, for example, that it ends up trimming the fat or, or redirecting some of those funds that now we're actually more than offsetting the cost of what it takes for you just to do our numbers. So like the knowledge is going to be worth more than the financial investment. And that was something I was hesitant about. I was like, as a client of yours, I was hesitant, like, like, but like, I don't like, I'm already spending the money. Like, I don't get it. But like to plan ahead is so, so critical. And I'm a new business owner. You know, I'm not, I haven't ran eight thousand, you know, eight, 10 different businesses over my 20 years, you know, so I'm new, so I'm making mistakes, but you know, it's having the knowledge to obviously, oh, I made a mistake. Let's fix that. And let's, you know, not do that again. So, right. And a lot of things that people don't realize is they want to be this billion dollar company. What do those billion dollar companies have that they started off with a strong financial team, mm -hmm. that bookkeeper, that accountant, that financial advisor. So, Having a bookkeeper is definitely a return on your investment. Yeah. Think about it. How much time do you spend categorizing transactions on yourself? Trying to figure out how to even use a program. All that time could be spent on something more valuable to your business. Yeah, I did that. I was like, <laughs> how do I do this? How do, why is this not connected? Why is it? And then, you then know, when, we have, when we're <laughs> on our meeting, she's over here like sharing screen. She's like, watch this. And she's like, <laughs> like, and it's like a, I mean, it's insane. You're moving so quick on it. I was like, what? So um, what about some, some, so what are like three um, money saving tips that you could give to a realtor business owner? And I keep saying those both because at the end of the day, most businesses are, or excuse me, most uh, realtors are set up as like LLCs, S corp, or they should be right. So I'm going to kind of say it in the same aspect, obviously we're all going out. We all have clients. We're all, you know, eating, doing, you know, drinking coffee, doing this, whatever. Um, so what are some like tips and tricks that you found over the years that um, are, have been game changers? So the m first thing that I suggest to anyone that keeps their own books is save for taxes, okay? Be conservative. A lot of people say, oh, put 
put 30%. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the first thing. If you don't have an accountant telling you how much to specifically put away, put 30%, especially mm-hmm. for a real estate agent. Only because with those big payouts at the end of the year, remember, they get a 1099 from everything. They have to pay taxes on that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So assuming that they kept their books at the end of the year, maybe they give themselves a bonus at that point with mm-hmm. the 30% that they put away. Mm-hmm. So that's huge. Put away for taxes. At least be conservative. Pay those estimated taxes. So taxes are huge, and that's something that I had a realtor come to me afterwards and just pay taxes, and mm-hmm. they forgot to pay their estimated taxes taxes the year before. What happened? They got a penalty of $630. Super upset. Mm-hmm. but they had that cash flow. So that's huge. Mm-hmm. Another step would be save your receipts. I know it sounds daunting. I know it's annoying. It's a little piece of paper. Just save it because you never know when it can be classified as a business expense. It did go out. Mm-hmm. What if in the event of an audit, you have that proof and you show, hey, this meal was with a client. And the third one would just be know what your budget is. Mm-hmm. Because with real estate agents and small business owners, when do they get paid? Sometimes it's up in the air. Sometimes you can have one big payout of 50000 every six months. It's great when you get it, <laughs> but what about those bills? Where did that money come from? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, look what's happening. I mean, the market's still crazy, It's obviously, but we've been on a you know a huge increase, right? And some people are like, oh, it's slowing down. It's doing this. Well, this is the time, right? Like, obviously, to make sure you're planning for it. Now, they should have been planning, obviously, before that. But like talking about it specifically right now, it's like, all right, now it's really critical because if things obviously are slower for you over the next year, you better not be spending like the last year. Right. <laughs> so right. Um, pretty insane. So, you know, if you were going to give a business owner a single piece of advice and this could be something that was given to you in the past, what you know, if you're going to give someone, what would it be? Delegate accordingly. Explain that. Okay. So I've grown my business exponentially because I delegated. I didn't do everything myself. I I found experts in areas that I was not an expert in. That was huge. Business owners, we all try to do it ourselves. And we waste so much time trying to reinvent the wheel when there's someone else that has done it and we just need research. So delegate. You know, a, a lot of people have costs that may seem unnecessary to begin with. Let's say a virtual assistant. How much time do you spend on emails? Mm-hmm. Huge. Mm-hmm. When you can go and get business. Mm-hmm. So that would be the first thing. Just delegate. A second piece of advice, know your numbers. Just two. Yep. Delegate and know your numbers. Because with those two things, you can grow your business overnight. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to go on Shark Tank, they're going to ask you all the <laughs> numbers, right? You got to know your numbers. Right. And your true numbers. Not yeah. just your numbers you think just populate on their own. Mm-hmm. What do you think the best compliment you've ever received uh, has been? This is big. Um, Best one would be that I'm always there for the person. I want someone to always think when they think of me, wow, she was really there when I needed her. Mm -hmm. I have clients that call me every single day. I have clients that call me every week. Sometimes it's just to be like, hey, I just need to make sure that I'm doing right. Mm -hmm. It could be a simple two seconds, but they know that I'm here Mm -hmm. when they need me. That's critical. And it's having that support, having a true financial partner. That's awesome. Um, What are you inspired to be, Jen? I mean, we're talking about a lot of business here, but like who who does Jen aspire to be? I aspire to be the best person that my client can be, uh, that my client could depend on financially. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. they know that their business is secure financially, that they can grow because I've done everything I can with my firm to ensure that their numbers are growing. I want to be that person that celebrates and be that financial partner. Mm -hmm. 
What about outside of work? Be the best mom I can. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing family, right? Yeah. That's awesome. So I want to switch gears a little bit. Um, Obviously, we've been talking about saving money, different things to plan for the future. But uh, the IRS is doing a lot of different things. They're hiring people. Can you get us up to speed on that? And like, how is that going to affect all of us running our businesses? Sure. So 2020 threw a curveball. Everything mm-hmm. closed down. The mm-hmm. government closed down everything. So the IRS is kind of trying to come back and say, okay, we really have to focus on reducing the taxes, making sure that small business owners are getting appropriate. But that also means there's more people that are looking at your books. Great. But are your books ready? So having a bookkeeper is going to be key for all these new IRS agents that are coming on, which is about 87,000. They're, wow. Yeah, the government is hiring all these agents to ensure that everyone is filing taxes accordingly. Is there anything that was missed? If you look recently, a lot of people misuse the funds that were from the PPP, SBA loan. So this is going to prevent any misuse of funds in the future. Who's the ones that get targeted sometimes? Those that file their own taxes, don't have bookkeepers, have kind of inconsistent numbers years after years. Mm -hmm. How many people do you know that say, I made nothing, and then next year they made Mm 100000 But that's because they wanted to buy a house or something. Those are red flags that may cause the IRS to look a little bit closer, Mm -hmm. which is why having those financials will help with everything. Gotcha. So writing off, you know, a half a million dollar boat, you know, like a lot of realtors do, for business sake, might, might draw attention is what you're saying yes and that's been in the news there's there's been i know of one specific agent who tried to write off a boat Mm -hmm. he's in federal court now wow it's uh it's very very um he said it was marketing Mm -hmm. there's a whole lot around it yeah but these are things that unfortunately with social media you listen you know these tiktok videos Mm -hmm. while they're great just do the research behind it and the thing is like you know we're stop for a second too here, like because I made the comment. I want to stop and make sure, like, I'm not saying you can't write off these things. Obviously, you know, your car or marketing on your boat, different things like that. We're not saying it, but you have to be able to justify it and make sure you're within the realm of being able to do it. And that's where it comes in, right? Like, I want to write off as much as I can, right? But I still want to be legal, right? Like, and that's where I use you and I call you and I'm like, Jen, I'm looking at doing this. Is this right? And you're like, well, kind of, right? Because when I read it, it to me, I read it a certain way, but when you read the same sentence or the law or whatever code, um, you, you read it a little bit different, right? With your, with your experts. So, uh, we're not saying you can't do it. We're just saying you have to go about it the correct way. Correct. Always research why you're doing this. And also, is it truly a business expense? Because remember, there's some personal items that your business can just pay you back for it. Mm-hmm. Those are legitimate expenses. So yes, can you buy the boat? A lot of people buy boats under their business name. There's certain qualifications. That's fine. Just make sure you're doing it accordingly to the law. So, Jen, obviously, there's so many questions that we could be asking you. And, you know, that's obviously why, you know, I've hired you and, and other people as well. Um, give us a couple of examples. You know, I know I've always I'm always asking what kind of read off like with food and different things like that. So let's go into a couple of different examples there. Yep. So there was actually a law that passed that allowed for 100 percent of meals and entertainment to be deducted. Correction, 100% of meals to be deducted. So um, there's 100% and there's 50%. If it's from a restaurant, it could be 100% deductible. So that means if you do Uber Eats from a restaurant, you're going to get that 100% deduction. It's, you know, meals that you take your clients and everything. Remember, the world has changed with Zoom from 2020. So going to a restaurant with your clients, 100% deductible. Okay. A lot of people don't realize that. So get your meals deductions. That's something that the IRS is giving you. So Starbucks. 
Starbucks is a little wonky. So do you take the client to Starbucks with you? Yes. And a lot of real estate agents, you have client meetings at Starbucks. Right. That's a deduction. Okay. You okay. are legitimately doing it. Just save your receipt. Gotcha. What about coffee? Like, I know that's kind of a hot topic when everyone runs off coffee. Everyone runs off coffee. Now, what is a coffee doing for you? Are you uh, marketing it? Are you going somewhere with a client? As long as you can make the legitimate, um, as long as you can explain it and say it was a legitimate business expense, you're fine. Now, if you're getting coffee from Italy, specific $5,000, that's a stretch, okay? <laughs> but if you are buying coffee, you can gift it. It would, it's deductions. What else do people know as business owners need to know? Like, you know, we're always struggling to, yep. to get that information. If there are an S-Corp. So if you're an LLC and you are taxed as an S-Corp, there's okay. something called an accountable action plan. Accountability okay. action plan. If you talk to your accountant, this is every quarter. Your business can actually pay you back for personal expenses. You just have to log them. So if you use a your home, a certain part of your utilities, there are certain items that are on this plan that you do quarterly and your business will pay you back. Non-taxable, obviously. That's awesome. Yes. That's awesome. I know we started talking about that and implementing that a little bit because I'm set up as an S-Corp and filing there. And, um, yeah, I didn't know that. And uh, definitely going to be. Uh, I mean, I work. I mean, my morning routine is, you know, get caught up on a few things, this and that. Um, so it's it's definitely fitting. Right. And your accountant does it on the back end. So at the end of the year, they're asking you questions for this. It's just helpful for you to already put in your book so they don't have to ask you those questions for sure gosh i i want to sit here and ask a million more questions jen and i know people will have questions so we're excited um and when you guys are seeing this uh, online go ahead and drop some comments on on youtube and different things like that and we'll try to see if we can get all those answers uh all the questions answered for you but um we are out of time. Um, so, Jen, thank you so much uh, for joining us on the podcast. Thank you for having me and allowing me the opportunity to be here. Uh, we love it. So you can find her information in the, the publication as well as online uh, through our website. Um, and then you can also find her. Uh, she'll be tagged in all of our different um, uh, on all of our different platforms. OK, um, as always, RP Experience is extremely thrilled to uh, have you on here. We're here at Venture X in the podcast studio. Uh, don't forget to like, subscribe, and stay tuned for the next episode. See you guys soon.